Hello and welcome to Guru Please, the show about pushing the limits of life and stepping up to live with more meaning, more purpose, and more passion. I'm your host, Jessica Sun. I'd like to welcome Lucy Liu. Lucy is a life coach and host of The Lucy Liu Show. Through many life transitions, she went from budding financial advisor to recovering perfectionist, then to workshop facilitator and coach. Her mission is to help people get unstuck, rediscover joy, beat overwhelm, and reboot life. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Such an honor. So I wanted to start off by asking you about a really defining time in your life when you went through a major transition. You know, you were originally going to become a financial advisor, but somehow you ended up here. I want to know what the biggest moment was when you faced a transition. To be brutally honest, I feel like I never really had this really big aha moment in my life where my life was just completely changed, right? We hear all these TED speaker, like all these gurus talk about the defining moment that changed their life. But for me, it was really more about all the small aha moments that added up in my life. Because I always trust that I'm able to find something um, throughout each experience, throughout each transition of my life, right? I'm always constantly on the lookout for times when I'm not as happy about myself as I wish to be, because these are the muscles that we are able to work out, like whether it be confidence, your gratitude muscle, right? Anything in life that you want to practice, we're going to have these opportunities in life throughout these little transitions, throughout these little bold moves that we make. So I like to say everything started with self-awareness. For example, I went to college, I went to university, I was going to be, you know, working for that corner office in corporate world. But I realized it wasn't aligned with my values. Like I didn't feel good. I mean, I was going to be a financial planner, it would be great if I helped my clients make millions of dollars. But I wouldn't feel good if they lost money in my hands. So that feeling wasn't aligned with my values. And I guess for me, it's more important to have everything in my life aligned. And that's what I teach my clients now is to know your values and priorities. And it's going to be different from others, right? Mm -hmm. And that goes with the same as your definition of success, what does success mean to you? It looks different for everyone. And that could pivot, that could change. But just know that these change and pivot are not permanent. And we can always change that if we're intentional. But I would definitely have to say a couple events in my life have changed a lot. For example, I dropped myself out of high school with straight A's. Okay, so I think that began my life where I took very bold move. I had straight A's. I was like the perfect Asian student. Um, but I felt like it wasn't enough. Like I always felt I was behind. I was behind someone else. Like I wanted to be ahead. I wanted to be ahead of others. I was chasing all things shiny. I wanted to live a Hollywood life. You know, I wanted to have a certain lifestyle. 
So I was very, I was very concentrating on what I was lacking in life, right? I was focusing. I was always lacking something else. So I needed to push forward. Yes, I hustled. I hustled my way through community college, then eventually into UCLA. So yes, I did well. I disciplined myself. I got what I want. But then that's when I realized, oh, you know, I was focusing on the wrong things. I was just focusing on the shiny objects, but I. Wasn't focusing on myself. That didn't make me happy, right?、Mm-hmm. I could be, I could be successful, maybe in some other people's eyes.、Uh, oh, I finished school two years earlier than all my peers, right? That could seem successful to someone else or the old me, but that didn't really mean success truly deep inside.、Mm-hmm. So on the inside, I was burned out. I was stressed. I was. I felt like I was never happy. I was lonely because I didn't have my friends with me around me because they were two years behind me, right? So there's all these feelings, and that really changed, and that led me to a decade of personal development where I eventually, finally transformed my own life. To being joyful and being happy, and that's what I preach now. Basically, it started with your own desire to study personal development and to address these issues in your life, including stress, overwhelm, fatigue, depression, things like that. Absolutely. I mean, I think at some points we. We all go through these low points in our life, right? And I believe these transitions, these lows, are absolutely the most beautiful periods of our lives. And at the time, it would seem like we're in this dark tunnel where you know you can't see over the next bend, and you don't know where it's leading you, or if you don't know how things will turn out, or you know you have worked so hard and then you want to pivot and transition in your life. But the beautiful thing is that's why I enjoy what I do is because I I want all that I want all things beautiful for my clients asap like. I want my twelve years of personal development. I want that for my clients, like in a month, right? In three months, in half a year,、um, because it's w- when you have guidance, right? I didn't have the guidance. As I didn't have a life coach. I didn't even know what a life coach was back in the days, to be honest.、Mm-hmm. But then, when I wanted to start my coaching business. I believed in the value of having a coach, and that's when I worked with my own business coach, and that's why I was able to start my business when I was even out of the country. <laughs> I was in Asia actually, and when I decided, I said, "Hey, when I move back to Los Angeles, I'm going to start a coaching business." And my coach asked me, "Why do you need to wait?" Right,、um, it's these perspective and blind spots and limiting beliefs that we all have in life. We all have so many limiting beliefs. Oh my gosh, including myself. But because I talk the talk, I need to walk the walk. I'm constantly, constantly reflecting and looking into what limiting belief I can break for myself, so that I can set an example for others and I can talk about it. And inspire more hope and more lives transformed. 
So why do we get stuck and feel that way sometimes? We all have this inner voice, right? It's a human nature. We have like thousands, we have like 70,000 thoughts a day and throughout, and most of them are repeated, right? And many of them are negative. So you really have to learn and dig deep into personal development to become aware of these thoughts. Like, because I've, I have these tools that I use in my mind. So when they come up, I'm able to overcome them in just like the pandemic, right? When it happened, right? Everyone's stressed out. Everyone's anxious. Was I anxious when the pandemic was declared? Absolutely. Do I have those moments of chronic worrying? Yes, you bet. But because I have these tools, right? I realize I'm self-aware of them. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. I need to reach for my tools, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just, instead of just like magnifying these thoughts and instead of just dwelling on in them and having that negative spiral, I'm aware of them and I'm, Hey, I, have this situation, but I'm going to stop it. I have to be very intentional about how to quickly turn those fears around. Then I reach out to other tools, say breath work, right? And I continued, not only did I continue my daily routines, like for example, meditation and journaling, not only did I continue them, I actually doubled down on them, right? Mm -hmm. I used to meditate for say 10 minutes. I do it for 20 minutes now, 30 minutes now. And I journal more. I used to write two to three gratitudes a day. And now I write more. So it's these tools that we can rely on. Once you have these tools, it's a lot easier to overcome circumstances in life. And I always say circumstances are neutral. Mm -hmm. But do you put a negative or positive sign in front of it, right? That's going to affect your complete experience so you get to determine your experience because the circumstance itself is neutral so many people like pandemic is happening so many people like i'm bored i don't know what to do like and some people are just stressed and some people are thriving some people have made a business they have started businesses or grew their business because they had a plan because they saw it as opportunity they saw it as a positive opportunity instead of a negative so you've got a bunch of tools in your toolkit on top of that you have an awareness that the negative thought is coming and so what you do you just you just stop thinking that way how does that mindset shift actually I always say mindset shift is a moment to moment shift. All it takes is just one decision. And a good example of that is when I was five years old, I was at the beach and I saw someone drown in front of me. So I always had this imagery of someone drowning. So I perceived water, ocean, uh, lake, river, whatever, all these water, bodies of water as dangerous. So I, I can't swim my entire life. I can only swim with my head out of the water, right? So a year after I became a life coach, and I'm always preaching this stuff on podcasts, I'm teaching my clients to break their fears. And I'm like, hey, you know what? What's the biggest fear I have right now? I'm, I'm scared of water. I have this fear for water. 
But I made a conscious choice that I'm going to break this fear, this limiting belief. See, what it is is for others, it's not scary, right? It's scary for me, so that's limiting me. So that's a limiting belief. And when I chose to change that. My daughter asked me to swim with her one day at the swimming pool, and I just put my head down. After 30-something years of not being able to do it, absolutely not being able to do it, my mindset shift happened, and it only took one decision. That's how powerful our mind is. And these limiting beliefs are everywhere right? Um, that story is going to look different for everyone. Whatever believe that little negative noise that you have in your head, it's always going to be there. But how do you treat it? One tool that I can share with you is you can give it a name, right? Think of it as a little puppy. Next time you have a negative thought come up, you can think of like, hey, hey, cutie. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I hear you. I see you. You're so cute. But you know what? That's okay. Shh. <laughs> right? And kind of calm it. And if that voice is saying, oh, this is so hard, um, opposite it. You know, self-affirm yourself. Say, this is so easy. This can easily be done. Do say the opposite to yourself. Mm. You you can quiet the negative, and then you can say the positive out loud, or you can write it out, you know, mm -hmm. several times until you actually believe it. I see. Wow. So you addressed a thirty-year fear by just making that choice. I mean, what was your motivation behind that? Because I feel like you need to have a really strong reason to, to address such a big fear. Yeah. My motivation was to show, you know, anyone listening or any of my clients that it is possible. Another one of my limiting beliefs has always been that my name is Lucy Liu. Mm -hmm. Someone is already so famous by that name, right? I'm always going to be nobody, right? I'm, I'll never be as famous as her. So I might as well really not do anything, right? I can just wait until I die, <laughs> mm. right? And another limiting belief is um, even though I graduated from a well-known university, being the child of immigrants, I always felt my English isn't good enough. I always felt that way, even though when I say it, people think I'm crazy, but I always feel that way. So that's another limiting belief. And I'm sure we all have these limiting beliefs left and right, you know, or even have doubts, right? Am I ready? You know, oh, I'm not ready. I will do it when I, when I X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. We always have these little thoughts. So again, I was reflecting on what I need to do to shatter these limiting beliefs. And that's why I launched my podcast and just calling it by my name, The Lucy Lou Show. I'm not going to worry about what other people's going to think. I'm not going to worry about what I will think. I'm focusing on my unique gifts and that I am somebody because I would like to inspire the same as you. You are unique. You are someone. You 
are so special in this world. You're remarkable. You are incredible. You're amazing. Everyone has their gifts. Everyone has their calling. And if I have helped even just one person who listens, I have done my contribution to a better world. And that's what I call success now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like your, your values are really rooted in helping other people and inspiring even just one person to go beyond their limits. Absolutely. And everyone is valuable. Everyone's incredible. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're uh, serving at a restaurant. If you bring a smile to you know, someone who is um, having lunch there today, you have made a good contribution to the world. So it's about waking up and smiling and thinking about what contribution you can make to the world, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And when did that change for you? You know, I, I don't think everyone starts off thinking, you know, in the morning to themselves, oh, how am I going to make a difference in other people's lives? Most people probably are thinking more for themselves. For me personally, it started obviously when I was having, to be honest, difficulties of keeping my marriage with my husband. I feel like every time we argued, I would stop concentrating on his fault and I started concentrating on my own. What can I do to improve myself? right? Because it's so much easier to change yourself than to change someone else. Mm -hmm. So I was constantly in this oppositing world where I'm trying to make the positive out of a negative situation. And I think that actually became my superpower. Mm -hmm. Then I, the, the more I practiced, like, I very intentionally practiced seeing the positive in all the negatives. And really, if you start doing that, everything in the world becomes positive. And I just became more positive And everyone started asking me, well, Lucia, how do you, how are you, why are you so positive? How do you do it? Right. Um, and I want to share that with the world because it's absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be doing what energizes you for a living because you know, living and surviving is the basics, right? We can all easily survive, right? We can just get whatever job and do whatever's in life and you can survive, but it's not really about surviving if you have all already survived. It's about thriving. And that doesn't mean you necessarily have to have a Lamborghini or, you know, it's, it's about, your choice. It's about how you want to live your life. And that's my choice. I want to thrive no matter where I live, what I'm doing, what the awesome outside circumstances are. And even when the pandemic hit, people ask me, hey, how are you doing? You know, how are you doing in this difficult time? I'm, I would say, hey, I'm thriving, right? Mm -hmm. Considering outside circumstances, if you are alive, you're better off than others, right? There's always people doing worse than you. So it's all about perspective and your choice, the way you choose to live your life. And that's what's the beauty of life. You get to choose. You get to be the CEO of your life. 
you said something really interesting, which was that everything, every circumstance could be positive. Uh, I mean, what about traumatic incidents, you know, abusive scenarios, things like that? Yes. I have had so many, I have met so many amazing ladies who have been through trauma, um, who has been through, you know, either physical or mental abuse. Just know that that's going to be the low, like think of it as a V, like a letter V, that's Mm -hmm. going to be the lowest point of your life. And if it happens, that's everything from there is going uphill. It can't get worse, right? So your life is just going to become more and more beautiful. And you have the power to share that special power and make others' life better. I know so many speakers, they have all been through traumatic experiences and they came out of it. And that's, that's their beauty. And they're making impact even like by the millions where here I am, I don't have a traumatic experience and therefore I'm not impacting millions yet, but I will in my own way. Mm-hmm. So we all have our own stories and that story is going to look different for everyone. I see. Yeah. I really like that imagery of, of that's the lowest point and, and yet everything else will be kind of on the up and up. Uh, let's let's talk about confidence. What do confident people do that those who lack confidence don't? I think is to believe that you have the ability, even though you don't, right? The confidence is like a muscle. It takes practice. You can be not good at something. And if you have the confidence, you're going to practice until you get there, mm-hmm. right? Instead of finding excuses that, it's not possible. And confidence is also a choice. If you say, I am a confident person, if you say it enough at this moment, and if you choose to be, then from moment to moment, day to day, then you will continue to be confident into the future. Then you're going to do the work and you're going to practice until you're perfected. And by perfected, I, I don't mean being perfect, but you feel perfect. You feel you have what it takes to preach what you have to preach and do your work. Mm-hmm. People who choose confidence moment to moment, those are the same people who will stick to something long enough to get good at it. Oh, absolutely. For example, I'm on your podcast. On my first podcast, I can say I was not confident. I was anxious. You know, I, I was worried what I'm going to say. And when I went back to my, um, my recordings, I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. I said, um, too much. I said, <laughs> you know, too much. You know, I paused too much. Right. But because I have the confidence, I choose to live a confident life, I'm going to say, hey, but that's okay. I'm going to be on more podcasts and I'm going to talk better, right? Mm -hmm. So, and in turn, yes, I can stop saying so many ums and all these other filler words, right? So that's my choice. I choose to be confident and 
do I have these moments where I doubt myself? Yes. But because I choose confidence, I'm going to say, hey, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay. And I am going to constantly reboot myself, just like when a phone's not working, you're going to reboot yourself. You're going to be very intentional about rebooting yourself anytime you need to. You're just like a phone you know, realize it. It's okay. You're the CEO. The CEO sets the strategy and vision for a cooperation. It's up to you to set up your strategies, your visions, and your plans for your life as the CEO of your life. Mm-hmm. What exactly does rebooting yourself translate to? It would mean self-care, mm-hmm. right? Or any other practice that, and that again could look different for everyone. But you have definitely have a routine to reboot. Um, I always have my clients have a list of joyful activities. Anytime you're not feeling as joyful or you feel like you're in more of a slump, re- refer to your joyful activities list. Do something on your list to reboot yourself. I see. Such as like taking a walk and... Yeah, it could be anything, right? For some, that could be like um, dancing, singing. Yeah, it could be anything. It's There's no right and wrong. That's the beauty of it. You have to come up with your own list. But I would say I would really recommend you to make a list of your joyful activities. Now, you teach people about goal setting. Now, let's say you have a really big goal, uh, you know, financial goal. Let's make $1 million. Where do you start? Uh, you start by starting, right? People say, I want to make a million dollars, but they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not st- even starting. I think the biggest hurdle I see is to even start, right? And once you start, um, a lot of people give up because they're so far away from that million dollar mark. I would say that million dollar mark would be like the letter Z and you're only at point A. So you're like point Apple. You're like, oh, I will never get to zebra. Then pretty much then you're always feeling like how I was feeling. You're the lack. You're never there. Right. So it's really important that you only focus on your next steps. Okay. Let's get to point B. What does point B look like? right? And you really have to chunk these goals up. Like you have to chunk these little into the tiniest little chunks that it's absolutely doable in the time frame that you give yourself. So, and also goal setting, I think everyone's familiar with the SMART goals. Mm-hmm. So you definitely have to check if your goal is SMART. And then you break down into, you know, three-year goal, one-year goal, half-year goal, three-month, one-month, and then weekly goals. Mm -hmm. So you got to work backwards. You're reverse engineering. Okay, in order to get to point Z, what do I have to do? Chunk all the little chunks, right? And then you just focus from getting to point A to point B, and then from point B to point C. Baby steps are magical, right? As long as you're moving forward, it's better than staying at where you are now. And that makes difference. That makes a whole world of difference on your mindset. Yeah, especially with these big dreams and, you know, like the big, hairy, audacious goals that do take a while. And it just seems like there's so many steps. What happens 
if you get derailed, what would you recommend doing? There's a couple ways to look at it. Sometimes the, there's one way to look at it. If you're, if you feel like you're on the wrong path, you're absolutely sure you're on the right path, on the wrong path. You can always go back to another path, right? And then along the way, even though it was wrong, you will learn something valuable out of the experience. So you actually never went the wrong way. You just learned something new. And another way to look at it is,、um, I think in Michelle Obama's book *Becoming*, she talked about she's not going back to old tracks; she's laying new tracks. Right. So you、mm-hmm. can, you are paving your own path to your success and happiness, because it's going to look different for others. So those are your tracks, just for you. What you're saying is. Is to paint a different picture of the situation. Yes, yes.、Mm-hmm. So there's two ways to go at it. You can either go back to the old tracks, right? But you have learned something valuable. So that little detour is part of the beautiful journey as well, right? And we always say. Difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. So, because you took those little detour, but now you're back, you're still going on this path to a beautiful destination. Or you went on the wrong track, but there's no more track. You're gonna build your own, and that's exciting as well. I see. Let's say yes. You create this big goal. You're you're chugging along,、um, taking baby steps along the way. And then to find out, oh wait a minute, I don't, I don't really know if this aligns with who I am anymore. Let's make a new goal. You know, some would say, well, you can keep pushing, right? Don't feel discouraged. Keep going. How do you know when, when it's the right time to, kind of, change paths? Yes.、Um, so this happens with my clients a lot. A lot of times we are just getting in our own way. Right, we're like we're kind of afraid. This is out of my comfort zone. This is,、um, you know, this is doesn't feel right to me. Should I pivot?、Mm-hmm. And that it's the same thing with me, right? It, we're there's always different technologies in the world. For example, people are on Instagram, and people are saying, "Hey, TikTok is great. Let's come on TikTok." Or there's other people talking about Pinterest. You know, you could be so scattered. You can be all all over the place. You can, but what you can choose to do instead of not knowing is to try. Right.、Mm-hmm. Some people have this dream of theirs for ten years, but they never tried it. So they they don't even know if they like it or not. And sometimes people pivot because they're scared to go further. So it's a lot of inner work, and we'll have to dig deep. And go through some journaling work to find out the question: Are you really just scared to go further, or is it really not something that you enjoy anymore? Because in nowadays, it, if you say 
someone has worked at the same company for 40 years, that's very, very rare nowadays, right? Because mm-hmm. people pivot, people's interests change. And come on, like for me, I want a master's degree in psychology now because it intrigues me. But back in college, like psychology, I'm like, I, I would never take a psychology class, right? So <laughs> our interests change. It really does. And that's okay. But because you've learned the tools that if you have a foundation for your life, that's going to be a direct reflection of anything you do in life. So it doesn't matter what you do. When you set the foundation, you're going to be on the right tracks for your mindset. I see. Yeah. And a big part of it, what I'm hearing you say is, to allow yourself to grow into something else and let go of past identities. Oh, absolutely, Jessica. There's a, a another version of you. There's another version of me, right? A higher, I mean, come on, iPhone 7, iPhone 8, right? There's always a better version. Like, didn't we think iPhones were perfect? No, but they still came out with the first version, even though when they they weren't perfect, obviously, because now you, there's all these newer models, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always a, another version of us, but you have to enjoy the moment right now. And one of um, my favorite quote I always say is yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift, which is why we call it the present. And when you're confident in the present moment, when you're enjoying and being positive in the present moment, that's when you're going to see the beauty of life. And that's when you're going to have opportunities and abundance in your life. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what kinds of changes you've seen in, in clients and people that you've worked with. Oh, definitely. I would say confidence. I've noticed very, very, it's very obvious, um, the confidence level in my, in my clients. And also, like I said, the foundation and I've had many clients pivot during their work with me, but because of the foundation that we set, because of these positive mindset work, they're able to thrive and truly find out what makes them feel more fulfilling like we could be doing so so many different works i could be teaching different things i'm good at a lot of things i believe but you got to choose one that makes you more happy doing it and more fulfilled doing it so you're saying that the major shift for people is that they have a confidence boost and then they're able to pivot is that right yeah absolutely because when you have self-confidence you're going to be positive. And when you are positive, you know, you get these magical attractions. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with law of attractions, but yeah, absolutely. You're attracting more beautiful things in your life. So most of the time when people are seeking coaching, they, they want to transition, right? Or they feel that they would benefit from a change. Yeah. Whether or not they know what kind of change. 
Yes, definitely. Whether it's personal or business, we always want to improve ourselves and and be that better version of ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, what would you say to someone who feels like they've gone through changes, but maybe not positively? Maybe it seems like it's been kind of it's kind of been downhill for a bit. Right. And like I talked about,、um, you need to get that momentum. When you're in the low point, it it's all uphill from there. There's a snowball effect. When you're doing well, you're gonna attract more things. Like you know how people say, like, "Oh, I woke up really in a bad mood," and then from there on, all day, like you know, a list of twenty negative things happened to me. That's because you woke up on a bad bad mood. You know, when you're in that negative spiral, you're attracting all things negative, and you see everything as negative. Yeah, I see. But same goes for, you know, it could be a positive snowball effect. Exactly. Yeah. What's kind of one technique that we can all do starting today that'll help boost our confidence, help help us get on track in the right direction? I would definitely recommend、um, journaling your daily wins before you go to sleep.、Mm-hmm. I absolutely journal my daily wins. So even though it's a small win, I see it as a win, and it gives me that confidence and feeling like a winner before going to sleep. Are those wins things that you did yourself, or, or even things that other people did, or or something you read? Yeah, they're mostly for me. Personally, like if I've tried something for the first time, or、um, yeah, if I have a client win sometimes, right, or、mm-hmm. something I've accomplished ahead of schedule, or just even if you're on social media, one new follower. Hey, the point is to look for small wins,、mm-hmm. right? So that's how you stay positive. Seeing you are winning and everything is abundant and positive. Yeah. What's next for you? What do you see for yourself in the work that you're doing? Because I I know you run some workshops about empowering people. Yes, I run the virtual workshop. Well, it could be in person, but、um, it's called I Am Remarkable. And it's a it's actually a Google initiative. So it used to be an in inside training for Google employees only,、mm-hmm. and it became really popular. And they started training facilitators all over the world. Now it's like oh, in over a hundred countries, and it's all about、um, empowering women and unrepresented groups, underrepresented groups, to speak about their accomplishments and、um, just do some exercise to gain confidence and. It's mostly for women, but now they're also starting for men to break glass ceilings and break modesty norms. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, starting、uh, like to become a speaker is is kind of different right now today. I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. But I believe、um, it's not an either or. It's nothing is. Going really going away permanently. It's just a, it's just a temporary shift, and that's okay. And I see everything as exciting, and that's what I do with my clients. I I, I help them see everything as excitement instead of fear. Hmm. Hmm. 
So what's your goal behind what you're doing or your values? My value is to, is to obviously impact lives while setting an example for my daughter. Like mm-hmm. what I do, what I preach, I want to leave a legacy for my daughter as an example for her to be the type of women I want her to grow up to be. Yeah, that's a really powerful thing to reflect on. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. To our listeners, you can check out her website, lucylucoaching.com. Also her podcast, The Lucy Lou Show. Thank you so much, Lucy. Yeah, come say hi and thank you for having me.